What does it mean to be a vulnerable Christian man? Walking through life weak and powerless is not what Jesus had in mind for us. It's time to fight. It's time to get comfortable being uncomfortable. We are OB, Sean, Brandon, and Shane, and this is The Uncomfortable. Hello, and welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. Guys, I got a little trivia question for you today, and there is a reward. Nice. Ooh, you wow. better spend it now. This is going to you guys as if you can o- answer this question. Big say, money. Bucks. <laughs> Bucks. <laughs> Here we go. Who sang this song? Or what's the name of the song? First person gets a dollar. <laughs> My mama don't like you, and she likes everyone. And I don't like to admit that I was wrong. No idea. <laughs> I've been so caught up in myself. My job. Got that wrong. Nobody got it? No. Nope. I'm no. the only one that's uncomfortable because that is Justin Bieber. <laughs> hey, you are uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, Welcome to the uncomfortable truth. That is uncomfortable that I know that, that stinking song by Justin Bieber. Got, got a nice It's uncomfortable that it doesn't even bother me at my age now that yeah. you know that. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't really care, honestly. Yeah. My daughter sent me a uh, short of him a while back um, talking about... Um, Jesus Christ and uh, turning his life over to the Lord and up on stage talking to about 20,000 people. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I don't know how legit it is, but. Well, that's not our job. Yep. You know, that's yeah. that's yeah. what I think when I see celebrities that, that claim. Your, yeah. Speaking yeah. of your song. Right. Job. Yeah. You're just yeah. singing a job about a song. He was straight a up. A song about a job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was I straight up saying. Yeah. He was he was straight up <laughs> yeah. saying Jesus Christ saved him. Yeah. And, okay. uh, you know, and. So I thought that was pretty cool. That's awesome. All right, we're going to jump in. I'll pray, and uh, Obi's going to get us started. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. Help us honor you and all that we do. Be your light uh, to, to anybody out there that doesn't know you. God, help us to uh, be clear and concise uh, with what you will have us say and learn today. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 We're going to talk a little bit. Uh, someone, someone posed the question, um, do you believe in the Holy Spirit? And, and what uh, do you understand it to be? What, what is the Holy Spirit? And um, I feel like a lot of people get confused about what the Holy Spirit is. Um, you know, my understanding, it, you know, it's probably going to be fairly close on point with, uh, with, the, with the rest of the group here. Um, but the Trinity... The Holy Tr- or the Trinity, um, you know, and again, I'm I'm no Bible scholar by any means, but God God is revealed to us in three ways: the Father, the Spirit, and the Son. Um, I don't I don't know where in the Bible that it that it talks about that. Um, probably talks about it through all throughout all of the Bible, but I do know that in John 14 it discusses the Holy Spirit. In John 14, 26, it says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Hmm. So that tells me, one, that the Father is sending the Holy Spirit. Well, where is he sending the Holy Spirit? So whenever you accept Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, God sends the Holy Spirit to earth to dwell in us. To, And then this verse says, 
teach you all things and bring you remembrance of all that I have said to you. So the way that I understand it is the Holy Spirit comes and dwells in us, and basically the Holy Spirit is our moral compass, and the Holy Spirit um, delivers the messages to us from God, um, and and the Bible um, is basically what the Holy Spirit is revealing to us. Um, and so it, he's the Holy Spirit in me is what helps me, um, you know, get through each day. Um, it, he reveals to me uh, messages from the Lord. You know, he points me in the right direction whenever I might be pointed in the wrong, wrong direction. Um, he's, he's God on earth living in me um, to help guide me. You know, I mean, is that kind of how you guys would would feel about that? I got a question. Did the Holy Spirit exist before Jesus died on the cross? No. No. That's my understanding as well. No. When Jesus ascended, before Jesus ascended, and he's talking to the disciples, I'm, I'm fascinated by this. So the disciples think they lose the Messiah because they can't wrap their mind around him being resurrected. Okay, just put ourselves in those shoes. All right. Believer or non-believer, just put yourself in those shoes. You watch someone be crucified, and then you see him again three days later, and he's telling you, I told you this was going to happen, but you haven't even wrapped your mind around the fact that he's crucified. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then he's telling the disciples, when I ascend to be with my father again, he's going to send you a helper. And in John, he's going through all of this. He said, I will ask the father and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. So the assumption of after we've asked the Lord into our heart, which he knew the disciples already had is, Hey, here's your helper. And so it's, you think of, I think about Abraham and I think about Jacob and I think about uh, Isaiah and Jeremiah and David and Job and all, all of these Old, Old Testament, Testament guys. They didn't have what we have. No. They didn't know what the Holy Spirit was. They literally were like, okay, like this is my simple brain. This thing's talking to me. It's what I need to believe in. Okay, Abraham, go up the mountain and kill your only son that I just gave you after years of not ever thinking you were going to have one. And just trust in me, brother. <laughs> it's going to all be good. I think that's why it was so hard for the Pharisees to transition after the period of Jesus' death is because for the for that entire time they were living by the Torah. Yeah. And it was a book of, of basically rules. And you bring you know, one of those rules was you bring your sacrifice and um that's what we, we give to the Lord. But when you live that way and you create a culture that way and then Jesus is all of a sudden on the earth and he's saying, Hey, everything's different now or it's going to be different. Um it's difficult. It's difficult to adjust in your mind to that. Sure. When you've li- been living one way your entire yeah. life and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit is coming into play. I guess my point is it's easy for us to look at the Pharisees and be like, you idiots. Or yeah. I mean, like, you know, no, that, that that's truly a difficult thing. Yeah, I think early on when I r- heard stories of the Pharisees and Sunday school and things like that, 
you can very easily go to judgment mode when in reality that is not the lesson the Bible is teaching us. Mm-hmm. You know, it's what the Bible is like to me is I'm going to start in Hallsville, Texas, where we are right now, and I need to get to Seattle, Seattle, Washington. And the Bible lays out how to get there most efficiently. It's a roadmap. Yeah. But how, how many times do we just take off down the road and hit this detour, that detour, that wreck, this path, and go, well, crud, that didn't work well. And the whole time the Bible's sitting right next to us or the map in the front seat mm-hmm. that we never open. Trying to do it our way instead of his right. way. Or if you want to go man mode, how many things have we bought to put together and don't think we need the instructions until we realize we do after the fact. Everything I've ever bought. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you're mad at, like, the manufacturer when the manufacturer is going, here's the instructions you idiot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just open them up and spend some time slowing down. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Holy Spirit. Francis Chan, he always talks about what a gift it is that, that we have the Holy Spirit and, and how confusing it would have been before uh, before having um, the Holy Spirit, you know, uh, to guide us and to be that moral compass. I was actually just thinking about Francis Chan. I'm uh, watching a series with him right now. Are you really? Mm-hmm. I feel left out now. Well, <laughs> the, the th- well, the reason that I was thinking about Francis Chan is because um, Francis Chan has been a believer for a very long time. He's been a very influential person in, in Christianity, um, you know, since he was a young person since he was in since he was a teenager 13 um you know he came on the world stage and started preaching and and if you don't know Francis Chan you need to uh check him out because he is he is more on fire for Jesus than just about anybody you know he he just he he is really really uh inspiring and the the reason that I was thinking about him in relation to the Holy Spirit is because he's been a Christian it 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 amazes me how the Holy Spirit like can never cease to amaze you. And and what I mean by that is there there's everybody uh everybody has different experiences because of the Holy Spirit and and everybody is filled in a different way. You know, and, and some people are um like for example, Francis Chan somebody who's had the Holy Spirit dwelling in him for most of his life, just in the last like five years has talked about how the Holy Spirit's done things in his life and revealed things to him that he didn't even know were possible. Mm-hmm. Like, like he's talking about how when he's been like, I think he lived in Japan or something or China, somewhere in China uh, for several years, I think he's back in the United States now. But mm-hmm. he talked. He talked about how uh, he he could audibly hear the Holy Spirit, and there there had been times where he had just been so fervent in his prayer and so like in in a mode of uh, just seeking the Holy Spirit so deeply that he he has like put hands on people and seen the Holy Spirit actually heal them. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he's actually seen that. And he, and he had always seen movies and stuff about it, but you know, he's like, it's real y'all. Like mm-hmm. this is real. You, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Sean? Uh, yeah uh, I remember him speaking about that. 
I think in that same, or maybe it was another sermon, uh, he was talking about how he had attempted the same thing and failed, you know, um, to try to heal somebody. Yes, yes. And, uh, but yeah, he, he was, he, I think he was alluding to, he felt like the Holy Spirit and miracles were even more prevalent there on that side of the world than, than they are here. Uh, almost, uh, he, he was just like, I, I feel like that these people are, they want to receive it way more than we do here in America because we're so Americanized and so sucked into just all the social media and the self-glorification. And, yeah. and uh, he was like, over there, he felt like it wasn't, it wasn't that way, yeah. that they were a lot more open to receiving the Holy Spirit or a lot more open to believing this miracle can happen. I think, I think my, my point is there's no bounds to what the Holy Spirit can do in our lives. Yeah. That, that, I mean, For sure. the Holy Spirit can initiate miracles in our, in our life today. Not, not just like something you read about in the Bible, the Holy Spirit can do it right now, you know? Um, and, and I feel like that, a lot of Christians kind of put a uh, God in a, a box, a boundary, yeah, you right. know, a boundary on on how how they're how willing they are to allow the Holy Spirit to just infiltrate them and and take over their lives. Mm-hmm. You got something you're going to read there, Brandon? Well, I was just thinking. First, I want to go practical. A lot of conversations I have with people all over the United States, if our beliefs come up, they will say it almost always starts with religion. And I've gotten better. The Lord's kind of convicted me to go, look, this isn't about religion. That's Sadducees and Pharisees stuff. This is about do you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? If you do, then you have access to the Holy Spirit. And the way you get access to the Holy Spirit is through continually coming to the Lord and going, Lord, since Adam and Eve ate the fruit, I always have to stay in your presence. And the way I do that is to ask for forgiveness for my sins. And I want to constantly be in refinement, a process of refinement to be closer to you, which I think is what Francis Chan is alluding to. The more I'm driven and passionate to be close to you, the more in tune I can be with the Holy Spirit for him to just absolutely, for it to absolutely show out. Mm. In American culture, we don't want it to show out because that means we got to put a lot of stuff down mm-hmm. at the cross. Yes. Yeah. Selfish pride, selfish ambition, selfish, selfish, selfish. You know, how, I'd say that five times in a row. So the thing I wanted to point to, because we said this, is that the Holy Spirit is literally just you having a direct relationship with Jesus and knowing that he died on the cross for our sins and then ascended back to heaven has nothing to do with religion. If you are this religion and you know that Jesus died on the cross for your sins and you've asked him into your heart, you are saved and you have a connection to the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Period. Religion has nothing to do End with it story. in the grand, grand th- scheme of things. That's right. It's good stuff. Holy Spirit's real. The Holy Spirit is real and can do powerful things in your life. Um, Amen. You know, it, it, it's, it's pretty neat when you recognize those moments where that's the Holy Spirit's nudge, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, um, you know, I hope, I hope that, uh, you know, we all get an opportunity to, to feel those nudges because it's really a, it's a wonderful thing. So the Holy Spirit's real. 
and he's still real today. Um, but that's that's all we've got for today. We're going to wrap it up. All right. You guys appreciate you being here. Hit that like, share, subscribe. Help us reach more people for Jesus. Go out and kick today in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.